0: Hello and welcome to another episode of... What? Huh? Huh? Uh, I, I think gentleman's hour. The, welcome to the gentleman's shower? Hour! Who? Corky? It's five.
1: Oh. Alright. Does anyone know where my Epsom salts went to? No. Do Wait, is have- my eggs purple? <laughs> Do you still have bed sores?
0: All right, all right, get <laughs> out of here. Let's get these old people out here. Come on. Move. Move, get out of here. Screw you.
1: Hey, hey, hey. All
0: right, good. Good, Todd. Right, go. <laughs> I think you killed that last one. I sounded <laughs> like you <he> died. Jesus. I was like, all right, you better check all that. I, I don't guy. I just pushed him out the door, um, man. We'll get the, we don't offer health insurance, so. Exactly. That's going to be on them. Sorry, should have been with the union, people. Too so bad. <laughs> Too bad. Now you're getting screwed. Now you're getting screwed. Speaking of being screwed. Mm-hmm. Today... As we take a dive in Murky Waters Presents Gentleman Hour, where it's me and Todd, mm-hmm. we're going to be talking about mental breakdowns. Yes. Or any time where we had attacks. I mean, that includes anxiety attacks, um, you know, all that good stuff that, that's underneath the, that murky water.
1: Yeah, this is going to be deep <clears throat> because this can get to some really, really raw psychotic emotions.
0: So we're sorry for any tears or any judgments you may have after, but, you know, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, when you're in that... When you're in that mental state, um, it sucks because people can get sick. Um, you know, someone breaks a leg or whatever, it heals. They're all better. Someone, you know, someone breaks their teeth or whatever, they heal, they're better, whatever. You don't think anything different of them. But when someone you know gets sick or whatever, and it gets thrown into some kind of um, ward where they have to get help, mental help, mm-hmm. all of a sudden that person's crazy and we see them uh, differently. Yeah, yeah. You know, so the mind, such, such a such a fragile thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it itself, it, it, it can break. Yeah. And the system, our software system shuts down, you know, and sometimes it, it's it's out of our control. Um Sometimes it's just the final straw that breaks the camel's back, man. You know what I mean? That's the mm-hmm. one that sets the guy over the cliff. That's the one that makes you just see red. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about those times, uh, maybe any things that come to mind as we're going. Because we don't, we don't normally pre-script everything. Um, we may discuss everything before we talk about an episode, but usually it's coming out of our head. So that's why the information is probably wrong most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's coming from our hearts and minds. so It's presented you know. very raw. Very raw, yes. like 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 undercooked chicken. So mm-hmm. sorry for the diarrhea that you're about to get. Yes, I'm on the O and all. All right, well, speaking of which, you want to go ahead and get started with that? Do you have <clears throat> any examples or anything you want to talk about?
1: Yeah, I had one. It was a temporary um, mental uh, issue for a friend. Um, I'm not going to mention names, but <clears throat> his mom uh, passed away, right? Mm-hmm. So he sent me a message the other day. Um, hey, my mom passed. And I'm like, holy crap, because I had known his father had been um, – having dementia so i knew his his father was sick um but his but his mom i didn't know was sick at all wow. so um i called you know like as soon as i saw the message i'm like oh dude i got to call him and mm-hmm. i called him and i got his wife and his wife you could i thought in the background was like a howling dog mm-hmm. but it was a man a grown man my age openly weeping oh. as loud as he possibly can because she told me he's having a, a mental breakdown and just an anxiety attack, and the whole grief all at the same time. Wow. And so, like I said, you know, hey, let me know when I could talk to him. Just let it go, you know, whatever. And, and, and I'm praying for you guys. So then, <clears throat> she sends me a picture later. Um, the only thing that calmed him down was their family dog. They brought the family dog in, and he just he he just like hugged the dog, and the dog hugged him, and it was able to <sighs> relax him. And bring him back to normal, mm-hmm. but she said for like a good almost an hour he could not stop openly weeping, and uh, I felt so bad for him. Uh, this just happened a couple of days ago, really. So yeah, um, he just lost his mom in her sleep. So oh my God. yeah. So uh, I mean, you have a moment like that, or um, um, there was a friend of mine. He was I think this was about like 15 years ago. He had a mental breakdown because of past abuse. Mm. All of a sudden, he had um, his wife called my wife at the time, um, and said, "Hey, so and so, he's I don't know what to do. He's freaking out. He's just he's panicking. He's like, well, physically hurting himself, like huh. like hitting, punching things, put you know, hitting his um, head into the wall, and and it was and he was yelling stuff that she didn't know anything about, and it happened to be back from his childhood days being sexually abused." And he just went totally crazy to where she had to call the cops, and they put him on a 5150, 72-hour hold. And then he had wow. a, he had psychiatric help for like two to three weeks before he got out. And then, like you said, people looked at him different, you know, but it wasn't his fault. It was just mm-hmm. sort of like a dream that sparred on some inner thoughts and inner pain, and it just all came out at once.
0: Man, because organs malfunction, man. Mm-hmm. The brain is part of, you know, it's an organ. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes the wires misfire and you need help there should there should be less sti- you know stigma about that but we're we're taught at such a young age i mean especially you know as men we're taught that you know we're supposed to keep everything in
1: especially men yeah
0: especially men yeah. so like you know what i'm coming to realize is that i mean that's that's so that's so not true about how women are the emotional ones you know because um just because it seems like when you're in an emotional state or whatever, you're a weaker individual. As if for some, some way that state of mind has something to do with your muscle mass or anything, you know, mm-hmm. or, or or your value. And um, so it's hard to be able to even reach out for help when you, when you need it mm-hmm. and when you're breaking down and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, um, especially when sometimes you feel like there's nowhere else you can turn or anything, you know. Um, like, for instance, like one time, um, this was like beginning early this year, yeah. Or it was beginning early this year, some of maybe last year. Um, I was still drinking at the time. Uh, my grandma had a, a little stroke, mm-hmm. um, and so she was at the hospital for a bit. But like, I had I had just came home from well being out in the club, with the buddies. I was already ripped. And, um, so I get home and like, nobody's, nobody's told me anything. Nobody's texted me or anything. My mom's like in her bed and everything. This is like as late. It's like 1231 or whatever. And like, I get there and then my mom's like, oh, your grandma's in the hospital. I'm like, what? And so she's like, yeah, she's like, um, she's like, she, well, my mom doesn't tell me she never, she doesn't, she doesn't say anything. She always like just like kind of keeps it. Well, I, mean, I mean, that's not true. Sometimes she over exaggerates things, but this time she wouldn't say anything. So, um like, and nobody was down and Usually, you know, you, my family, somebody's there at the hospital. So, um, I was already having a crappy time, dude. Like, I was going through something else. And, like, that's when my drinking was getting really heavy. So, um, <clears throat> like, I make my way to the hospital. And, like, she's conscious and everything, so I'm able to talk to her and stuff and everything. Cool, so. And um, my grandma's the kind of person that won't accept help at all. Like, she does not love, ho- she does not like hospitals at all, so, like, we have to, like, force her to go and stuff. So this time she was actually really sick, so she really had to go. Like, she no choice. Like, the ambulance came and everything. So when I, when I, when I, um, when I get there and everything, like, um, everybody had gone home. I told everybody to just go home, you know, spend the night there. And I'm laying there, and then I can hear, like, because my grandma's going to sleep, and I can hear her, like, uh she's recalling some memories when she's little, like some in Spanish. And I could just you know, from all the medication and stuff, you know, that stuff makes you loopy and stuff. And mm-hmm. you know, I could just hear her pain and everything and like I couldn't take it. I was already I was already messed up. I was already drunk. And um I had I had already bought um some more alcohol to drink at home. So when I got home i was just uh, you know, I was just gonna drink some more, you know. That's what I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just drank all night, so I get I get to the um, I get to my tr- I get to my car, and like I'm trying to reach out to people, you know. But it's late, so everybody's everybody's asleep, you know. So I'm texting people. And I try reaching out to an individual that has n- that wants nothing to do with me, mm. and they they told me pretty much like. That's not their responsibility to, I guess, to, to to help me through this. So, I mean, I understood their position and stuff. So, I was like, okay, well, I'm all alone and stuff. I could just hear, like, my ears just drumming just, home boom, oh. oh, oh as, I, as, as, like, I'm looking at the alcohol and I could hear it just calling, just calling my name, dude, just calling it. And these were, like, big bottles. I mean, these were, like, these were bottles from, like, um, from from the cellar in uptown here you know you could buy like stuff to go mm-hmm. so i had like these huge bottles and you know like maybe like i think they're like 12 percent or whatever yeah so i started drinking them and i started drinking them and I, I i drink every one of the bottles that i bought jeez so i was already ripped <laughs> i was already ripped from from the night and i started drinking those and then so Like, um, like, around that time is when I got that response saying, like, you know, I'm, I can't, I can't do this, I can't do this for you anymore. Uh So, like, um, it was like I just started laughing. (laughs) Like, because I was just recalling everything that was going on, because my aunt had just came out of a coma, like, work was going crappy, life was just going crappy, and I just wanted someone to be like, hey, you know, it's okay. And so, like, at that point when there was nothing there, like, I truly felt alone, you know, and I just started laughing like a madman, like, literally, I was just like, like, um, like, I remember just like, just like, just, you know, just snickering, just like, just like, just like, oh, my God, like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh my god, you know, and just like, just like, just like starting to, like, crack up a little bit more and more and more, and then all of a sudden, like, seriously, just like, my head, like, thrown back, just like, top of my lungs, just like, Joker-style laughing. You know, because I was just like, I don't, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I've never lost, I've never lost anybody so, so close to me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I've lost people that are close, but, it, I mean, if I've been fortunate enough to make it this long in my life without having to feel that pain, and I know it's going to be coming soon, I know it's going to hit me, and I don't know what I'm going to do. And through that time, you know, all that was just settling in on me and stuff, and I broke. I broke, man.
1: That kind of stuff can happen. I mean. <clears throat> um you're not mentally ready for it, or you have everything piled up, and then you add the alcohol, I mean, you're a ticking time bomb. You know, you're lucky you didn't drink yourself into the hospital yourself. Um, That kind of, um, that can, and, and you know what, I kind of pictured you laughing, like, I don't know if you watch Breaking Bad, yeah, well, but, Walter White when he's underneath. Yeah, the, yeah when he's uh, underneath the house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what I was doing. That's what I was picturing because he gets to a point in that show where like, where's the money? You know, and he had everything I set up. I gave
0: it to the, the person that I had an affair with.
1: Yeah, and it's like, dude, he needs that money at the God, worst possible God. time. So, um, yeah, I mean, things like that can destroy somebody. Um, and then you have an outer body experience oh, to definitely. to where you're just like not in control at all. And maybe that's your defense mechanism is just to laugh.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, that's that's always been my defense mechanism is to laugh if I'm in. I mean, even if it's just like force it, you know. Like mm-hmm. sometimes, sometimes I just just laugh. But a lot of times when, when I've noticed, like when it's something that's really cracking me up, it's 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 deep rooted. It's always deep rooted. Yeah,
1: because it's not um, it's not something that's gonna be every day. that's gonna get you off the rails like that. It's gonna be something or a compilation of things like you had to go through. Um, You know, as far as I'm concerned with my my things, I don't face some of the things you went through to get you to the way you were. But um, financially, sometimes I've always seemed to be behind the eight ball or like I'm usually more surprised when something good happens than I am when something bad happens. When something bad happens, I get my dad's mentality of, well, Mm. you know, I, I just snicker at it and I'm like, well. Let's see our options. Mm-hmm. You know, let's see how we can get out of this. You it's know? Just like, it's not like the problem's going to go away. Let's yeah. figure out how we're going to do this. And I'm more, I find myself when something good or nice happens, like I'm standing there, like, uh, what do I do? You <laughs> I know, mean, like, what's going to go wrong? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, wait, what? I'm waiting for the bad n- news. And I'm like, no, yeah. that's a good news. Like, really?
0: Well, there's no but.
1: Yeah. There's always a but. There usually is. So, um, I think it, it just it's all in our makeup and how we've experienced life to a certain point um, uh, certain people can handle death like it's nothing mm. and certain people they lose one family member and they've never recovered right. um, Mental issues are, 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 are crazy because um, you know my uncle's wife to see her deteriorate with her dementia mm. and that woman was sharp as attack wow. and um, now it's like you know she don't recognize anybody except she- her husband. And you, it's hard to. She's like, it's like she's talking another language, and then she'll start talking languages that actually, like, she started talking a Native American what and a Gypsy language. Wait, did she know those prior? Gypsy, yes. Native American, no. (laughs) She started. Yeah, she started talking a Native American language, and people at the place were calling my uncle, like, "Hey, what is going on with your wife?"
0: uh, It's starting to rain over here.
1: Yeah. I know, but I mean, sometimes, I mean, jeez, just caught the cloud comes inside the convalescent home. Um,
0: <laughs> how? Yeah,
1: how are you? Yeah, I know. Sorry, Native Americans. Um, I'll tell you. I'm like 25%, so I, I can technically no, say No, well,
0: everybody's 25%. <laughs> come on. No, I'm more like 10%. Okay. 10%. <laughs> <laughs> everybody's like 25%. New York, yeah, come
1: on. <laughs> Uh, no, I just, it's terrible because, um, you know, the, the, the mind can take on your biggest fear and just freak you the hell out and put you in a state where, yeah, you need to be restrained. Mm-hmm. Or like my friend, like 5150. And he's in there for three weeks, you know. Um, and it's hard for that person to get his mental state back. I mean, when he came back three weeks later, he's on pills. Um, he can't sleep at night. Traumatic things like um, my sister, which I try not to talk about too much, but her um, father-in-law at the time, he was um, in the Korean War, and he fought in a foxhole one time, and he had to stay up thirty-six hours straight because they were told to shoot at whatever moves. No, no. And his company was surrounded, and um, basically, you know, stuff was. It was sort of like Platoon, the movie Platoon. But they were out in the open. Oh wow! And um, basically, out of forty-eight guys in his company, he was one of nine that survived. And one night, I spent the night over there when they had first got married. And um, I, I went to go use a restroom, and I passed his room, and I heard noise like on the bed, you know, squeaking. It almost sounded like someone was having sex, but he's standing up and down, and he's like moving his hands like up and like like forward and backwards, like he's holding onto a big machine gun. Oh wow! So he's having one of those PTSD flashbacks, and like he's, sort of, he's, his mouth was open like he was yelling, but you couldn't hear nothing. So it was like all in his head, and he and his eyes were open, but he was asleep. Wow! It was the weirdest thing I've ever
0: seen, man. Oh, dude, like like these like we, even if it's asleep or if we're in a different state, like let's say someone's maybe on psychedelics or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, even though the experience wasn't real. I mean, I'm not saying that. The, the, oh, let me get to what I'm saying. <laughs> let me Get to what I'm saying, real quick. I'm not stopping you. Okay, I'm stopping myself because I'm. I'm, sounding, I'm trying. I'm starting to hear what this is sounding like. But okay. just no. So so what happens is that um, even though those those aren't real, um, by per se on the outside, mm-hmm. we know that those experiences are real. Yep. that experience is real. So what I was trying to get as get in get to is that. How fragile the mind is, where things can stay imprinted like that, to where you're still experiencing that. Well, I'm assuming he was asleep, right? Mm-hmm. And who knows, maybe, maybe some kind of, maybe just the tone of some muffler or whatever going down was just the right noise or something that probably propped him up and made him, you, you know, experience that. and Especially yeah. when you're in a dream state, you hear all those things. And sometimes you hear something on the outside, and you're and you're dreaming it. You know, I mean, and your your dream is. Either putting a picture to it or something, you know, sometimes you wake up, you're like, oh, did you say that or, or was I dreaming? Well, yeah. I said it while you were sleeping, you know? It's totally real to you. Yeah. So, like, so I can't even, um, I can't even imagine the type of the type of pain that people have to go through. Um, mm. And especially something like that where there's not really anything you can do. Yeah. To overcome it or to <clears throat> alleviate it.
1: Yeah, because, I mean, um, what was it? It was the 19th year anniversary of 9-11. Next year's 20. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you get on, especially that day, I get caught up watching the History Channel and watching the documentaries, or they'll come out with a new documentary and all this other stuff, and it shows how the buildings went down and stuff. But the thing that get me is when the people talk about how there hasn't been a day that goes by where they don't think about it, you know, because they Mm -hmm. were there. Either they're in the building or even people that were blocks away that saw it start to happen. That kind of thing, I mean, geez, mentally, if that doesn't scar you, or doesn't change you, I mean, what will? But I mean, in the but when it does happen, the, the constant nightmares that these people have, or the or or just the survivor's guilt, and all that stuff that they have to live with day in and day out, I can't imagine. I mean, that's got to take a toll on you because, like you said, mentally transfers to physically. Right. So that could hurt your organs. That could hurt your uh, mindset. The way you yeah. eat. The way you sleep, the way you right. just go about living,
0: right? Just even the way
1: your body produces food,
0: mm-hmm. y- you know, your your mental state has has everything to do with with how you live and, and the way it affects your life. Yeah, you know, so it we, it should be less of a stigma to to think someone's crazy because they need to get mental help. We all, at some point, need to sometimes take a breather. We need to relax. Mm-hmm. What's relaxing? it's taking a break from you know from from having to be full of responsibilities and stuff we all need we all need some kind of relief from that and so you know if any if you know anybody that's going through that or or if anything that sounds scary or out of the out of the ordinary especially if you've been there and you're starting to hear people talk that way you know reach out to them jimmy doesn't sometimes you don't have to say hey man you sound sad hey man you sound sad you know (laughs) let me go ahead and go over here yeah, I'm, well, I'm Kermit the Frog, and, uh, uh, you know, I'm green. I'm not blue. So, you know, um, God, why did, why did Kermit the Frog come in? You're like, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> what did you say? You interrupted me. What
1: was I saying? You were saying about not being worried about maybe reaching out, telling the person to get help.
0: Right, and so we don't, we don't have to be like, hey, man, you sound sad. Just be like, hey, you know how's it going you want to do something
1: yeah or have a talk you man. know
0: because a lot of times too I mean, i'm sorry what were you gonna say you look like you said
1: oh is this have a talk or like or you know if someone's been grinding day in day out six seven days a mm. week and they look stressed mm. ask them hey man when are you gonna take a
0: vacation when, are you, when are you gonna mm. take a weekend off for yourself just to recharge yeah reset yeah you know because a lot of times too especially when you know somebody and you're like hey man you know come over or whatever we're gonna do this whatever what Happens sometimes, like, oh, thanks, dude. I needed that, yeah, yeah. And you have no idea how much I needed that because we can just pick it up, especially when we listen to individuals, when we have an open mind, when we're not just looking through their Instagram just to see what they're up to, yeah. You know, when we actually care, when we genuinely care about an individual, then you know, then they themselves too will be even more um, acceptable to the help you're offering them.
1: Oh, yeah, I mean, it's like I think you mentioned it on another episode how you lent your um, you talked to someone who, who had lost a family member or was sick. And you kind of just heard him out and, you know, like was there for him just Mm -hmm. to spend time with him Mm -hmm. and how he admitted that he really appreciated that you need that. So I see your point. I mean, that's it's just showing love for another person um, and their well-being, because sometimes you could see when a person's headed down the wrong path emotionally Mm -hmm. and it transitions to physically. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you don't. But it's always Mm -hmm. good to ask. You know, right.
0: because again, everybody is different. Yeah. You know, I mean, everybody deals with things differently. Everybody reacts to the way you, you want to help them differently. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's and sometimes we, we can be in hindrance just because we want to help just because we're scared. We don't want to see an individual go, go down that way. And you know, when you're in that state, you forget that you don't, you don't want to hear that. You forget that that's the opposite of what you want to hear, because that's just going to be like, well, you know, <laughs> You don't know what I'm going to whatever. I'm just going to do it anyways, yeah. you know? Like, I'm going to do me. This is how I deal with things. Like, leave me alone. You know, so mental breakdowns, then.
1: Yeah, um, and, and here's the thing, too. Um, the fact that we have in society, for the most part, um, the opportunities, the channels, the phone calls, the Facebooks, uh, intervention groups, we don't have as much as we do did before because of COVID, how you can't go to certain churches for outreach and programs to where, you know, even AA meetings or meetings just to uh, vent, you know, people don't have that outlet right now. That's why with this whole COVID thing, up and down the coast, especially in California being almost still closed to where when the pandemic first start, we've made no progress. Mm-hmm. The rate of suicides has now passed the rate of actual deaths from the supposed COVID so you have, wow. yeah, you have more suicidal people up and down the coast with no outlet, and and people not checking on people because they're encouraged not
0: to. Well, just that too, we, um, yeah. Well, like you're saying, like we're separated right now.
1: Yeah, and then and then you, you then you couple that with the fact that we have over sixty thousand homeless people in the LA area alone, and half or more more are mentally ill or need special <laughs> help. Definitely, it, definitely mentally. Yeah. Ill. And and, and they don't get the help, and they're out in the streets where they could be picked up and helped out by social workers slash policemen slash churchgoers and this and that. They're not getting those programs anymore. Those are all shut down, and they're committing suicide, throwing themselves in front of trains, freaking um, stabbing people randomly, you know, like what happened in the metro the other day. What happened? Uh, This woman— I wasn't up to the— Well— well, two things. They they cut back on cops, obviously. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. So there's not many cops down in the, the subways. And, uh, a poor oh, great.
0: That means, we can, that means we can take them for free, man. Let's do it. Well,
1: well, yeah. Well, see, the other end of it is a person that has mental issues. She was 25. She looks normal, but she has mental issues. Mm-hmm. Homeless person. Uh, just got into a regular argument about paying, and she stabbed a, um, one of the workers, the metro workers, three times in the chest. He
0: died. Oh, my God. Yeah. Over a freaking $1. fifty ticket? Yes.
1: And she rode off on her bike, and they caught her the next day because they put it all over the news. But the case in wow. point being is maybe that woman gets help if everything's opened up, and maybe the programs are there. People like that need the, the coddling and the help. Right. When we're talking about all different kinds of mental issues or mental states, things right. that can affect the normal people, that's uh-huh. the other end. You know the, the people that are very unstable on
0: the street. The ones where there's no help, really. Yeah. I mean, even if you give those people help, I mean, whatever medication they need and stuff, there's there's they're still far from being any type of no, any type of normal.
1: It, it's it's but the it's the biggest and hardest question to to resolve and to answer,
0: on how to deal with them. Covid or no covid. <laughs> yeah, it's been a problem since then. I mean, how many times did they have to keep cleaning out the was it the Santa Ana River? Yeah, or the Los Angeles River, or all those, all those. <clears throat> I mean, all those tents and everything they built, all those tent cities, they knock them down and they get rebuilt again within months.
1: Yeah, and it's even worse than it was before. And and what was funny was not to cut your your point off, but yeah. I was watching an old show with my dad. It was like in the, I think the early '70s. It's uh, dr- not Dragnet. It was um, dang it, what was it? the, the other police show? Um, anyway, it was a five five oh. No, please show, from L.A. Um, L.A.P.D. No, it was um, Ice T. No, it wasn't iced tea. He had nothing to do with it. Before he was a rapper. Uh, anyway, <laughs> he was just an Ice Cube at the time. Uh, um, wow. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> All right,
0: I'll let I'll let that one go. That's good. But on the on Welcome the show, gentlemen, are on the,
1: on the show though. It's they're showing live pictures or, or or at least real video from LA at the time, mm. and it was early 1970s Skid Row. I'm like, damn, Skid Row was back then too. My dad's like, it was there since like the 40s and 50s. Jeez. And I'm like, dude, I didn't know it was that bad. It's it's
0: been there the whole time. Man, it was just a little Skid Row, not Skid Mark. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. It was. I mean, it was just a little Skid Mark back then. Damn. Yeah. It was reversed. Damn. Damn. <laughs> damn, damn. Damn. You guys got it. Edit that edit that tour sound like I like I made that joke. Right? Like you made a <laughs> joke. All right. <laughs> no, no, no. Um Yeah, so do you have anything you wanna
1: oh, you kinda add to that or just the fact that too, when they have these people, whether they're homeless or not, they don't go with the actual prescription pills, they'll go with narcotics. Mm. And that just puts them on a different plane. Mm. So if you've already got if you're already bipolar or you have mental um deficiencies where to where you do break down every now and then Mm. why are you adding narcotics to make it worse man i mean like i can understand weed in a way because it's more of a calming influence Mm. but people are you talking about the homeless people i'm talking about homeless and regular people Oh, okay they'll hawk their their prescription stuff yeah yeah and they'll trade it for the hardcore narcotics to where they think that can get them out of a trip, you know, or they can go on a trip and forget things. They'll use shroom, they'll use coke, they'll use stuff like that. Speed, meth. Hey and man, you keep shrooms out there, right? I'm just it's saying.
0: wrong with shrooms. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Mr. <laughs> so organic CIA, over CIA, here. CIA, please stay out of our chat. <laughs> 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 I'm just kidding. All right, go. No, that's for, for, for the jokes.
1: That's what I want to say.
0: That they rather, yeah, they rather. That's, and it's just a band aid for a band aid over mm-hmm. a band aid, and it's just to keep. I'm mean, just to shut people up for whoever whoever problem that's going to be next election or whatever. Yeah. Or whoever whoever's in you know it's always it's not my problem. But see but see like with you real quick
1: I want to say that you use drinking to get out of a lot of those mental states or a lot of uh. those pressures that you felt. Right. And people use that with drugs too. You're smart enough to have identified that and to stay away from it. Mm. A lot of these people have it. and that's where their lives go down the drain. Mm. So. You're young enough, and you were smart enough to see. You know,
0: was fortunate enough to be able to have a have um, a support system to be able to even fall. Mm-hmm. You know, because if anybody would have fell in the way I've fallen, you know, that didn't have that kind of help or any backing like that, who knows? Who knows what kind of who knows what kind of things I could have done? You know? Yeah, you could have kept falling. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's a constant struggle, but you know. But at least you know what's
1: up. because a lot of people can't stop
0: yeah for for or, now you know or don't want to stop <laughs> yeah it's that's the thing you have to you have to want it and i mean with drugs you, you, there's a certain point where this people just don't want it mm-hmm. you don't want to hear it anymore you don't want to just people just want to just be in their own world and just live in that reality mm-hmm. and and that sucks because again that that speaks to the mental state of individuals today because everything is pain we open up the newspapers pain we open up the, you know, the the TV, pain. We love books about pain, songs about pain. Mm-hmm. You know, we're we're it, uh, the, the, the 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 human the human being is is it, it's cr- it's crazy enough just for the fact that we could feel emotions, and you know we have many mixed ones that just that c- that could c- send us spiraling and, and can just have a chemical reaction within us that throw us off the deep end.
1: Mm -hmm. That's true. And you know, it's funny because you mentioned that so many things that, like you said, the most popular documentaries, most popular movies, most popular songs are all pain, uh, horror, or um, just inflicted killing or death on people. And I thought about what you just said right now. I haven't heard like really happy songs, like unless it's like a Hey Ya or I'm Happy by, by what's his name? Like songs that actually can get you happy no matter what, but then you think about it, and you're like, man, those are repetitive. Everyone loves them. Well, there's a reason why they love them because they're they're not normal, right. you know. Like usually, if, if the only the closest thing to a happy song is is a rapper singing about wap, you know what I mean? <laughs> <Gross>. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. That's the happiest song. Gross, gross, gross. Other than that, you have just an influence of just like I'm struggling, I'm trying to get out, I'm trying to do. It. Like there's always some sort of story. There's nothing like upbeat, and I think people don't tend to flock to upbeat because I don't know. I mean, people appreciate more of the struggle or the pain more than anything.
0: Sometimes, it too. It's like because – well, for me, like I, I love it because people are going through worse things than me. Yeah. You know, and yeah. then you can kind of experience what they're doing. You're like, man, maybe it's not that bad, mm-hmm. you know, and you just keep from there. You just keep going on. And sometimes that mood feels good to be down there sometimes, you know, and that's the danger, mm-hmm. that it feels good to be down there and you can – and once you're down there, it's easy to stay down there. And when things happen, you, you run back to that place and you just keep going further and further and further, sinking, sinking, sinking. Not that it's sometimes we need to escape into music. Sometimes we need to do that in order to, to hide or heal ourselves. But, I mean, to only do that and to stay in that state, you know, it's not good for, for anybody. It's not healthy at all. It's too draining.
1: Yeah, because people do one of two things. Um, they either eat too much or they don't eat enough. They start rotting away, physical ailments. You can get it both ways. you got to keep a common level about you, not only just emotionally but physically as well. And uh, you don't take care of your mental state, you're not going to take care of your physical state.
0: No, definitely. Because, because I mean, you have to be able to want to get up in order to go and get better yeah you know and you can't do that unless your mind is okay because you could be the strongest person in the world and something breaks you and you could be in bed for days mm-hmm. you know that's how sometimes that's how sometimes it is and it's not like some of these people like to use depression nowadays like oh i'm so depressed and everything because there's i mean yeah there's 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 sadness there, there's sadness you know of course then there's people that like getting attention (laughs) you know we're not talking about those individuals but we're um, and then there's those and then there's people that you know it's just it runs in the family the medication is needed you know or it's helped in the past Mm -hmm. you know depression's a real thing and um, now that we're going into weirder times (laughs) things are just feeling a lot a lot more weirder a lot more eerie you know I think we're gonna start seeing elves and stuff running around (laughs) Like running into some kind of magical um, um, realm or something because everything's weird. It doesn't make any sense. But. um, That is true. 2020 has been a hell of a year. (laughs) Yeah, that's for sure. So, I mean, what we could say is hang in there, people. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, reach out to any one of us. You know, inbox us. Again, we don't know what the hell we're talking about. But, you know, you guys listen to us, we can listen to you. There you go. All right. So, you ready to close us off with a poem? I think we're ready for
1: a poem. Okay,
0: <clears throat> here we go. They say mind over matter, but matters are on my mind. Between fantasies and realities, I walk a thin line. My shattered eager, uh, ego pays, uh, pairs well with my bruised pride. As, what le- as what's left of hope slowly chokes and dies. I thirst for the release of endorphins as I force myself to cry. But all the wasted tears caused a drought. My emotional well has run dry. And I cannot break or shake the numbness that wraps no matter how much I try. And it's not until I was on my back, staring up into the sky, that I came to realize, ironically, I'm not paralyzed yet hypnotized over my own made up lies. So I pried the cold hands, depression wrapped around me, as I used the same tactic just as aggressively, placed my hands on her throat the same way as she did I, and I smiled as I watched the gleam flicker from her cold, evil eyes.
1: (laughs) Oh, got pretty dark at the end. (laughs) Who'd you murder? (laughs) Oh, depression. (laughs) All right. Just clearing that up, because the first couple lines, man, I'm telling you, those are really good.
0: Thanks, man. Appreciate it. I feel like my writing is getting a little bit better.
1: I think so. As I, as we're
0: progressing, it's getting more and more deep. I know that. Thanks, man. Thanks. We'll keep it up, and we'll, you know, we'll, we'll, so this is this has been the gentleman hour. Mm-hmm. Me and Todd, um, we'll probably, you know, maybe we'll do a couple of these. It's easy for us to, to get these out. I live close to you, so whenever you want to, just pop a few of these out. You know, let me know. Yeah, you I'll got come it, man. On by. All right, we <laughs> We'll give oh, it to the people. Added content Appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> All right, everybody. Have a good night. Bae, what? Well, we're were you guys, <sighs> was that Donald Duck? What the hell, <laughs> Donald Duck? Jeez, we got all kinds of. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what was that, Donald Duck? <laughs> oh, screw you, he says. he says. He says screw you. Oh,
1: okay, he didn't. He didn't like those comments, bro. No, really, yeah, you know. he didn't. All right. <sighs> all right, then, guys.
0: All right, see. You. <laughs>